You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That's right, this is CBS Sports Radio, and you are locked in to the JR Sport Brief Show. I am coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next three hours. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America on the free Odyssey app. People tuned in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, all of my friends on SiriusXM Channel 158, and everybody smart enough to tune in on a smart speaker. It's a busy weekend, man. We got college football, NFL football. We got the World Cup getting ready to get started in Qatar. It's a busy, busy weekend. I'm being joined by my main man, super producer and host, Dave Shepard. And I'm thrilled that I'm being joined by you on a Friday night. I hope you're having a good one. I hope you had a good Friday. And I hope you have an even better weekend. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. We got a phone line. It's connected to multiple slots. That fill up quickly. If you want to talk to me, it's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also find me. I am on social media. That is at JR Sport Brief on all platforms of social media. I want to thank Emery Hunt from CBS Sports HQ for joining us last hour as we took a look at the college football scene. Uh, We were able to talk a little bit of the about the NFL scene, we took a look at Aaron Rodgers and uh, just how disappointing the Packers are this season at 4-7. and seven. And then we look at the Warriors as well. They're beating up on the New York Knicks right now, 43-28 to 28 in the second quarter. And it's almost as if everyone not named Steph Curry is on an island. Or maybe they're still celebrating the championship from the parade. I know Klay Thompson was celebrating the championship because Klay Thompson was drunkenly falling over fans. And God bless him. I guess when you blow out a knee and you blow out an Achilles and then you win something, you got to celebrate, right? Nothing wrong with that. And, and this is something I want to I wanna discuss right now. Because it's Friday night. Somebody listening to the sound of my voice right now is having an adult beverage. Or maybe one, or maybe two, or maybe three. And I will certainly hope that you're not behind a wheel right now. I hope you're on the couch, sitting down. I hope so. But here's the situation. Alcohol, for whatever reason, has been in the news today in the world of sports. Yeah, booze. People drinking. How about this? Last night. Green Bay Packers, they hosted the Tennessee Titans. The Titans won. A road game went up to cold Green Bay, 27-17. The Titans are well on their way to going back to the playoffs, and they can thank you-know-who. His name is Derrick Henry, okay? And they can also thank their defense. Even with injuries, the Titans' defense showed up. But they get off the plane. They arrive back in Nashville. And their offensive coordinator, Todd Downing, this man gets a DUI. He's speeding in Nashville. He's pulled over at 3.49 a.m. Central Time. 
How about this? This is all central time, by the way, because Green Bay down into Nashville is is a straight shot down the same damn time zone. The Titans flight left at 12.15. They landed in Nashville at 2.11. He was pulled over, I assume, going home at 3.49 a.m. Alcohol is not supposed to be served on team flights. Quote, unquote, supposed to be. There's not supposed to be alcohol at the team facilities. Now, I don't know what this man Todd Downing did. He's been in the NFL now for 20 years. He's only 42 years old, so he started this job relatively young. He was promoted to offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans last year, and this is his fourth year overall with the Titans after having bounced around just to a lot of teams over 20 years. It's it's reasonable. You're trying to make your bones. You're, you're here. You're there. You go where the job and you go where the money is and you grow. Well, Arthur Smith became the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons and Todd Downing, he took over when Arthur Smith left. And so Todd is your offensive coordinator. Well, after a big victory against the Packers, somehow, someway, somewhere, he found his way to some booze. And he got caught. He was booked at 4.39 a.m. The NFL has a personal conduct policy that says a first-time DUI offender could be punished by a three-game suspension without pay. And it doesn't just stop there. Because last night he comes home after a victory and he had a little bit too much to drink. Well, let's go back a little bit. That was Thursday night football. What about earlier this week? Monday night football. The Washington Commanders as a team. Yeah, the the one that has the the owner that treated his uh, cheerleaders like they were almost uh, women to be sold. The Washington Commanders. They punished a handful of players for violating a league rule about drinking on the team plane. You might have seen the video. We know Taylor Heineke helped give the Philadelphia Eagles their first loss of the season, and then we saw images go viral. They were putting chains on Taylor Heineke. They were celebrating on the team plane. And then people were looking at Heineke as he held a bush light beer in his hand. Yeah, it's a bush light beer. You might go, bush light is like water. I've never had a bush light beer, but I can assume it's probably water. It's still beer. You're not supposed to do that. Roger Goodell and the NFL, they sent a memo to teams today letting everybody know you're not supposed to do that. Making alcohol available at club facilities or while traveling creates significant and unnecessary risks to the league, its players, coaches, and others. Violations of this important policy will be taken seriously and will result in significant discipline. Each club should ensure that its travel arrangements do not include providing alcohol service at any time and should also take appropriate steps to confirm that alcohol is not available at its facility. 
man, we're in a new world here in 2022. How many people actually ever saw the inside of a team flight publicized? Never. These guys are winning games. I think it was Marlon Marlon Humphrey a few weeks ago with the Baltimore Ravens. It's like, hey, we won a game, and he's, he's on Instagram Live on the team plane. He's pulling up on Coach Harbaugh, who probably has no idea what's going on, but is playing along on the team plane. We saw earlier this week, they got Taylor Heineke. These guys are putting it on social media. The guy has a beer in his hand. He just won a big game. Okay, fine. He's drinking a beer. And then last night, you saw the worst quote-unquote case scenario. Thank God uh, Todd Downing didn't injure himself or injure anybody else. This man caught a DUI. Last night is what the NFL, or this morning, is what the NFL doesn't want. And we know alcohol and beer is, is a part of sports. It's a part of society. There's no prohibition. Somebody right now is in the back of an Uber because they had a little too much to drink. Or maybe they had a little bit to drink, but they want to get home safely. Somebody listening to me right now is on their way to go get a drink. Somebody listening to me is having a drink right now at work. Are you supposed to? Don't worry about it. It's none of my business. People drink. People do all types of things. Are you doing it responsibly? People eat. Are you eating responsibly? Are you exercising? Are you drinking? Are you hanging out and taking care of your family? People got choices and people got options as to what they want to do. Drinking is just one thing. This is not the prohibition era. Do what you want to do. Just do it safely and try not to endanger yourself and others. That's it. But I think most of us know and most of us understand when you work for a job, when you work for a company, you got to abide by the rules if you want that job. You can go to a basketball game and get a beer. You go to a baseball game, get a beer. Damn it, I can turn on ESPN, of which I'm watching right now. The Warriors are still beating the Knicks 56-36. to I know damn well I'm going to see Damian Lillard selling me a Modelo. I've seen these his commercials for months now. Alcohol is a part of everything. It's everywhere. But the professional athletes, they got to walk a fine line. How many times have you watched a, a team in Major League Baseball celebrate a playoff series or victory, and we see the champagne flowing? At every level of the playoffs, guys are putting on the goggles, the, the clubhouse is, is all protected with the plastic, and they just drinking away. Never a problem, right? How many times have you seen a basketball game? Same thing, champagne. Guys order drinks, and not so much right now. It's mostly because of health and also for the same reasons the NFL doesn't want it. You know, after a game, they used to serve alcohol on the team flights. Not anymore. NFL and NLB and NFL, nobody's trying to be liable. Nobody needs a player hopping off of a flight after a big victory and killing themselves or others. Do I need to remind you of the Raiders? Do I need to remind you of, oh, my God, it's uh, Henry Ruggs? Do I, do I need to tell you about this man and 
unfortunately killing somebody on the road. And thank God we don't get these stories. It's no different than a bar knowing that, hey, if I overserve somebody and they go out and they do something terrible, then that the bar, the owner, they can be liable. And so we've really entered into a tricky spot and a tricky space. You know, everybody wants to publicize everything. Would the NFL know about the Washington Commanders and the alcohol on their plane? Would they know, would the world know about Taylor Heineke sipping some beer if his own teammates didn't share it on social media? We found out about Todd Downing. You can look at at, at criminal records and arrest records and see that, oh, man, uh, the offensive coordinator, he just he just won a football game and he's celebrating and now he's drunk. We can see that he got picked up and he was booked at the local facility. We can see that. And so alcohol is in a real funny spot right now. It ain't going anywhere. I mean, let's think about this. In a country like Qatar, where the World Cup is going to take place, and, man, they did some finagling to get the games out there. In the span of a week, we've known the games were going to be there for 10 years. 12 years we knew this was going to happen. And Qatar said, oh, well, we'll we'll serve beer, you know, outside the stadium in the designated area. And then they said... Yeah, we'll move it away from the stadium like a couple of days ago. And now they're saying, hell no, we're not serving no beer anywhere near the stadium because the public consumption of alcohol really outside of hotels is is frowned upon. And you think you think the folks at, at Budweiser are happy about this? The $75 million that they're spending every year for the World Cup, you think they're happy about this? It's a tricky world in a tricky space. And we know this for certain. This is any aspect of life. There are contradictions everywhere. You know, Damian Lillard can sell you a Modelo during NBA commercials, but Damian Lillard, he really can't have a drink on the team plane afterwards because they don't want him you know potentially drinking and driving just like anybody i think we all know this you got to play by the rules you're not a damn thing wrong with drinking people do what they want just do it safely do it responsibly do it in a way that doesn't hurt anybody else and so the nfl they're trying to put their foot down It's not a good look when the players are drinking on the team plane and you have someone like Henry Ruggs who's out there killing somebody. At the same time, how many Dos Equis commercials do you see? At the same time, how many many Snoop Dogg commercials do you see where he's selling you a Corona? Yeah, the sports leagues can be in business with all the alcohol distributors. But their players, they got to be careful because they got to keep the money train rolling. And the last thing any of these leagues need for their players to be running around getting DUIs and unfortunately like Henry Ruggs killing folks. It's a tricky situation. It's a tricky business. We know this is how the world works, but I think it's a good idea. 
people can go get alcohol in their own time. NFL, NBA, MLB, they don't want to be held liable. You want to drink a beer? Do it when you get home. Isn't that what most of us do? Hey, Shep, I got a question for you. Not that you would. Can you sit down in the studio right now and just crack open two or three beers? What would happen? I couldn't crack open uh, anything uh, alcohol-related. I mean, we know what would happen, JR. I mean, I would be fired probably on the spot. Yeah, it'd be a bad idea. I, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a career suicide. Yeah, I think most of our listeners, you know, we got a lot of first responders and firefighters and officers listening to us. We got Uber drivers listening to us. I mean, people do all types of things. I'm not going to say that. You can't be no Uber driver saying, man, let me pull over and get a beer and then continue on with your route. You can't do that. I mean, I've seen some police officers do um, crazy things, but you can't be no police officer saying, hold on a second, I'm going to stop by the the local package store and, and pick me up. A, you can't do that. Why would the athletes be any different? They at work? The work doesn't stop when the bell sounds or the whistle goes off. When you're on that team playing, you you at work, man. And sure, there are plenty of jobs, plenty of places where where drinking is acceptable. It is. I, I mean, I've gone through through jobs, whether on air or off air. You have a little bit of wine. You have some beer. You go to an event. You socialize. There are some jobs where drinking is acceptable, but you got to be responsible, right? You can't put yourself in harm's way. You can't put the business in harm's way. And definitely, this is the biggest thing. You don't want to put other people in harm's way and so yeah i'm sorry folks the nfl and all the leagues they can make money off of alcohol but they're just like any other business they don't need their employees going out there hurting themselves or others it's just a crazy day when the offensive coordinator for the titans arrested for dui after a big win no one knows where he got the alcohol a Taylor Heineke on Monday, well, maybe not he's punished, but the Washington Commanders punished their own players for drinking on the plane. And then you have the World Cup getting ready to get started. In Qatar, the country is like, hey, we don't care where on earth you're coming from. You're not going to drink here at our stadiums. The stadiums are going to be dry. Have some water, have some Pepsi. It's a crazy situation. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's a Friday night. I hope you're being responsible. I'm being responsible. What do you think about just the NFL's policy on, on alcohol? Like the coaches, they're not supposed to even have like a beer in their refrigerator at the office. Not supposed to. What do you think about the policy? What do you think about the World Cup as well? I mean, you go somewhere, you got to abide by the rules, right? And that's how it goes. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to take your calls on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I listen to you every night. In the whole hospital that I work at, I got 50 guys listening to you. I walk around this hospital now, and all I hear is JR. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Yeah, that's another place where you don't want somebody drinking, at the hospital. Like, cut me open, Doc. You, you don't want them drinking. So, JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Ironically, here on a Friday, alcohol and its consumption or where it is consumed has been a, a story in the world of sports. The Washington Commanders have internally punished some of their players for drinking alcohol on the team plane this past Monday. After they beat the Philadelphia Eagles, there was a video that went viral. Is having some fun. Taylor Heineke wearing a lot of his teammates' change and chains, and he had a, a bush light in his hand. Well, NFL rules prohibit players from having alcohol on team flights, having alcohol at facilities, and that pretty much applies to the teams and the players, and it's not a good look. Here's an example. Early this morning, After the Tennessee Titans arrived back in Nashville after beating the Green Bay Packers, their offensive coordinator, this is the reason, Todd Downing, was pulled over about an hour and a half after the team plane landed, and he was pulled over for DUI and speeding. Where did he get the booze from? The plane landed. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Is he running over the last call? Where is he getting that drink so quick? Between the plane landing, getting in your vehicle, I mean, did he stop at a bar at, at 2.30 and get served? I don't think so. He had to get the booze from somewhere. And so this is a scenario that the NFL certainly doesn't want. And then obviously with the World Cup getting started on Sunday in Qatar, they pretty much at the last minute said, we aren't serving alcohol anywhere near the stadiums which I think most people are sporting events. Could you imagine going to a tailgate and being told you got to do that three miles down the road, five miles down the road? And so the World Cup, for the most part, at all of its stadiums will be dry. And we know this. It's double standards everywhere. The leagues, the sports, they make their money off of alcohol sales big time. But for the professional athletes, this is entertainment. They're going to work. They're at work just like everybody else. Is it a good idea for them to be served alcohol at work, on the team plane, at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning? No. I think like most jobs, go do that on your own time. And no corporate entity trying to be held responsible for someone who wants to be irresponsible. If everybody could drink on the plane and do it responsibly, then I don't think they'd have a problem. But the fact is, whether you are a professional athlete or whether you're Joe Schmo, a lot of us aren't always responsible. And so that's why there are rules in place. I I have no issue with it. But it is kind of ironic. You look at these celebrations after games and playoffs, everybody's drinking. There's a beer here. There's champagne there. We saw drunk Tom Brady. We saw drunk Clay Thompson. And it's been accepted. So what? Something bad happens. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of something bad happening, 
It appears that Giannis Antetokounmpo has uh, has lost his mind. Huh. Tonight in Philadelphia, the Sixers, they beat the Bucks. Let's see what the score is. 110 to 102. Giannis had 25 points. Giannis was 4 of 15 from the free throw line. And then after the game in Philadelphia, Giannis was shooting free throws. An employee from the arena, I assume Wells Fargo, is putting up a ladder in front of Giannis as he takes his free throws to remove the basket, to start taking it down. Giannis takes offense to this, and I actually just tweeted the video. Giannis takes offense to this, and he moves the ladder out the way. The gentleman slides it back, and then Giannis pushes the ladder down to the ground, and that is the end of the scene. And Giannis is in this man's face yelling at him to move the ladder. And so I guess for the first time, we have seen Giannis absolutely lose his cool, and it will be very interesting to see how he handles this. I will think he's going to apologize. Not a good look, an awful look, actually, for the Greek freak. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Sean is calling from Oregon. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. I think this is a bad look for the NFL. And I just think, you know, alcohols uh, at workplace is just not good at all. And, you know, the NFL and the Shields, these people are supposed to be holding themselves to a higher standard, and especially the coaches. I mean, I don't think, you know, where he got the alcohol is as important as him not holding himself to a higher standard. And it's no surprise because this seems to be going on in the NFL that the coaches have not been holding themselves to a higher standard. You know, and alcohol and drugs impair your judgment, and this coach definitely used poor judgment. Okay. Have a great night. Happy holidays, everybody. Oh, damn. What a what a dour message and happy holidays. Well, thank you. Uh, I don't know if that's something exclusive to professional athletes. That's that's just a human thing and a higher standard. What what higher standard? They're still humans, right? I'm not absolving anybody's behavior. I was walking down the street here in Atlanta yesterday on the way to the studio, and I saw somebody just kind of bumbling and stumbling out of their mind, walking out of a bar. But look, it happens. So I don't I don't does it does it really matter if you are. XYZ athlete or XYZ coach or whether you're Joe Schmo, come on, now people drink. This is the holidays. We're going to have a lot of people drinking all over the damn place, everywhere. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4CBS. Chris is here from Green Bay. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hi, JR. I just wanted to talk about the uh... – the kind of this this confliction that we've got between the serving of alcohol and you know if, if it's team flights and NFL regulations and things like that, people are going to find their way around them. If they're really addicted to these things and they're really going to have these problems, it, it's all going to show up. It's sure. I don't think you need to be addicted to necessarily have a problem. Well, I mean, it you know, 
if, if, if you are showing up on a team plane and getting arrested for a DUI at 4.30 in the morning, I mean, there, there's probably something there. Oh, yes. You're you're speaking specifically about Todd Downing. I'm speaking in in a general sense. For instance, this past... I'm speaking in a general sense, but then I'm also speaking in a a sense that that kind of takes it back to um, what a lot of people had to say about, like, Aaron Rodgers and taking... Ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, and, and, and how these things interact and how they actually work in our society and it it you know it really it really it really creates confliction where a, a conflict of what a conflict of people consuming alcohol and people coming out and doing different things and you know professing certain things versus people just getting drunk on a team flight or, you know, like you said, with the with the um, the Washington team, um, you know, how, how it all interacts. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Chris, for calling from Green Bay. Look, I, I don't see no difference. People could be addicted to many things. People could have issues with, with many things. And it's how you handle it. Look, I personally don't care what anybody does as long as they are not harming themselves and harming others. That's it. It drives me up a wall when I'm on the road and someone is just driving all over the place. It's like, I don't care what you have to do, but you're on the road here with other people. And I might be, uh, uh, you know, paying enough attention to be like, whoa, I got to look out for this person because I see them in my rear view. Uh, But what what about the new driver who isn't as keen? What about the older driver who can still drive but isn't going to see it the same way I do. Like, it, we, we can all do a better job of, of being not just responsible for ourselves, but also be responsible for others. I mean, we got organizations here in the country. I think we're all familiar with MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Like, come on now. You got to be responsible. Flying around in a car weighing a ton that can actually kill somebody are these things that people think about right at the top of their head drives me nuts when somebody's just flying by and weaving through it's like you're not just being reckless for yourself you're being reckless for people out here you could end me you could end my mother you could end my cousin my brother my sister my friend that's that's awful and so i think sometimes we got to put things in a better perspective so look i got no problem with somebody having a drink or two or three, or four, or five. Do it in the comfort of your home. Do it safe. Don't take it outside where you can hurt anybody. And it doesn't matter whether you are six foot ten blocking shots, or you know whether you're five ten, you know running between the, the tackles. It, it doesn't matter. You could be an athlete. You could be a normal Joe. Just be safe and be responsible with what you do. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'll get to more of your calls on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening. 
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, it's a privilege to speak with you, and uh, it's my first time. And uh, you are a sports encyclopedia. And uh, what I really do like about how you interact with the callers, um, you uh, put a lot of thought into what, how you present anything in sports. And, and I really mean that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Man, it's uh, it's it's Friday. It's not even Saturday yet, and it's it's like we're already living in the twilight zone. You know, I told you about some of the issues that the NFL has had with alcohol this week, the commanders uh, having alcohol on the team flight, the commanders internally uh, punishing some of the players, NFL sending out a memo saying, hey, y'all know you're not supposed to be drinking on the flight. And then, ironically, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Titans this morning upon arriving back in Nashville, uh, he got hit with a DUI. We see in Qatar, the World Cup is getting ready to be underway, that they have already gone ahead and told everybody at the last minute, we ain't serving no alcohol here at the stadium And then tonight in Philadelphia, after the 76ers beat the Milwaukee Bucks, there's a clip going viral right now. I've I've retweeted it at JR Sport Brief. Giannis Antetokounmpo, after scoring 25 points in a loss, but also going 4 of 15 from the free throw line, uh, he was in the face of an arena staffer who was tasked with removing the basket Giannis is trying to take free throws after the game. This is way after the game. And, uh, you know, they want to take the basket down. They put the ladder in front of the hoop. Giannis is yelling at the man to move it. Giannis decides to move it himself and ultimately gets back in the guy's face, and he moves the ladder out the way, knocks it to the ground. I expect Giannis, uh, you know, hey, hey, Shep, there's, there's never been nothing with Giannis. He's always... On the right side of things, um, you know, knowing knowing his behavior and his typical disposition, I assume he's already aware of this, and I I would think he'll he'll just apologize, and this will be water under the bridge. Hundred percent agree with that, Jr. And, and again, this is not a prodigy. This is not LeBron or Anthony Davis or Zion or or Derrick Rose or Kyrie. I mean, this guy had to earn every single ounce of attention and money that he has gotten playing time in the NBA. We know what he did his rookie year. He was a project from jump. The question I would have for you, Jr. And I understand it's not his arena, but if you are an opposing employee. And you do see one of the top two or three assets you have in the league frustrated after a loss, just looking for a five, ten minute window. Do you kind of scratch policy and procedure a little bit and just understand the gravity of the circumstances and let Giannis take those free throws? Uh, so in a general sense, I think the answer is, is no. Um, we don't know the context of this clip. It's 25 seconds long. It's 30 seconds long. We don't know what took place before. The clip pretty much already starts off with Giannis yelling at the employee to move the ladder. We don't know if they told him, hey, we're going to do this. We, we don't know. We don't have that contact. So right. I don't want to answer that. What, right. I do know, what I do know about arenas all over the country is, man, if you stick around long enough, man, they, they, don't, they don't waste time changing the court taking things down 
uh, without me looking, I don't know if there's a concert that takes place tomorrow at Wells Fargo. I don't know if they have to remove it for the ice for a hockey game early in the day. I do know this much. Like a lot of places, and you deal logistically, like time is money. If if there is something that needs to take place tomorrow and you have another entity which is being charged time to start moving in or removing speakers, etc., like things run to the minute. Like we don't have unlimited overtime where they're, they're going to play basketball until 1 o'clock in the morning. And so I don't know the circumstances, um, so I'm not going to speak on it because the reality is – Sometimes when that hoop has to come down, it has to come down. Um, If the boxing ring is in the center of the arena, it has to come down. If the ice is there, they got to put the floor down. Like it's it's not a game. These people are very serious like anybody else about their jobs and their careers, and it's typically a reason. JR, if that's the case, then I hear you 100% where you're coming from. There needs to be some kind of usher or security at Wells Fargo not allowing opposing players specifically to get back on the court where he is even putting Giannis in a position where he has to be the bad guy moving the ladder. And ultimately, because he's so strong, it made a loud thump, and it was worse. It looked worse than it actually was. Giannis should have never been put in that position to begin with if people were truly doing their job because this looks bad on Giannis, and it's not fair to that degree as well. Because nah, Giannis, no. I mean, 4-15, if you're, if you're a, a regular no. season MVP, you know, two Giannis, times removed. And, no, that's irrelevant. Giannis is a grown man we we watched him be a baby sure there are there are multiple people standing around him we don't know who these people are there's a woman at the top of the key who appears to be a staffer I don't know if she works for the Bucks I don't know if she works for the Sixers here's here's what it is brass tacks Giannis is a grown man okay he's in charge of his behavior and how he acts nobody needs a babysitter we got a lot of NBA players, a lot of professional athletes who, who grow up with a babysitter, people telling them how good they are. They get told where they need to be, how they need to do it, and, and, and we see how that plays out. You said a few minutes ago, Giannis, and we know this, he's, he's not American. This man was basically almost living on the street, had to sell things on the street, and he certainly has a different perspective on life. That doesn't absolve him from, hey, at, at this instance, not being a jerk. You know, it happens. People get people get frustrated. People get upset. I'm not going to look at a staffer and allowing him to be in that position. No, nah, it's simple. He pushed over a ladder no matter what sound it made. He's 6'11". He's 7 feet tall. He's standing over somebody who can't probably even, from perspective, isn't cracking 6 feet. Don't matter how big he is. He's getting in the staffer's face, and he's pushing over a ladder. He's frustrated. Okay, fine, he is. But he, he, he did something he shouldn't have did. And I, I expect an apology, and it don't have nothing to do with anybody else and allowing him to be in that space. Like, he's in charge of, of, of what he does, nobody else. So, you know, we'll see how it plays out. I assume, based on his reputation and, and who he is, he'll apologize and it will be water under the bridge and nobody will think about it. But... 4.15 from the free throw line. He wanted to work on his shots, but it's a hard knock life. 855-212-4CBS. Randy, calling from Portland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Randy, quickly. Hey, JR. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Great uh, pleasure to be on your show. Thank you, Randy. Uh, We're up against wonderful. the break, so go ahead. 
Yeah, wonderful uh, conversation. Uh, I tell you, I used to uh, live and train uh, in uh, Doha, Qatar, and they just announced uh, this morning that they're not doing uh, alcohol in or around the uh, stadiums during the World Cup. And uh, I have to tell you, it wasn't a shock to me. that I figured that was coming down the pipe, and I have no problem with it. Um, I think a lot of Europeans that are attending the matches are going to have an issue with it. Uh, because it's the World Cup and uh, people like to get their drink on. Uh, I think it may lead to uh, problematic uh, situations there in Doha, but hopefully, uh, hopefully people understand that, you know, sport, especially on the grandest stage as the World Cup is, isn't reliant on uh, alcohol and and yeah. hopefully it's people a, are just able to. It's a it's a preference and thank you, Randy, for calling from Portland. It's a preference everywhere. I think people who won't be able to drink at the game, we know what they're going to be doing at the hotel. They're going to be drinking, drinking, and drinking some more. And so, if people want to drink, they're going to find a way to drink. I think we all know that. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to take more of your calls on the other side. I want to talk about the, uh, the man who actually played football. There were no issues with him last night. His name is Derrick Henry. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Don't go anywhere. Friday night, be safe. <laughs> 